0: Welcome to another amazing episode of what, Oaken Bros. What up, Oaken Bro?
1: My name's Eric, that's Michael. Like, subscribe. Share. Share. Post. Post. And listen to these fucking things that we're doing. Because <laughs> apparently we think it's profound. We think it's profound. Well, the most recent ones are not as uh, viewed as the BLS podcasts, right? That yeah. They really, the interviews blowing up. I was so surprised because I was so sure. Nah, man. People that don't want to learn about the law of attraction. Apparently they don't. No, they don't. And that's okay. Yeah. Because if they did, there's a million books. That so we're shifting get. gears. We're not going to be dogmatic about our approach. Right. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Mr. Fucking Anal Retentive sitting next to me. Well, listen. Across from me. The, uh, all the other... Posts on YouTube are getting cabillions of views. You got to work towards it, bro. And we're at twenty-five we're, views we're, when we talk about Chris Farley. We're one month in. <laughs> we're one month in. These people have been posting for years. Talk I to me know. in three years. Talk yeah, to no, me in so three I'm, years. I'm pumped. I'm you know. We're not stopping this. All of our competition who wants us to stop it. We're not stopping this. Never going to happen. Never going to. We have too much. We have too much diary of the mouth. I do especially. We have a lot to say. I am physically exhausted, Eric. I, I am I am drained. I'm working on no sleep. It looks like it. I know. I know. My bags were bad before we left because I was, of course, my kids were sick before I left, and they made sure to sneeze in my soup, you know. And, right. and now I'm I I had this you know all this congestion and everything, but it's going away. Well, it's just because you were flying. Twenty. No, I'm better now. No, 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 no. He this podcast has been my therapy for me. I have been so much better with turbulence. I'm not scared of it anymore. I say, let the plane. Bounce up and down. I don't care. <clears throat> this is what my life, my voice has been like for the past week. I know I've been with you the past week. It was so raspy in Vegas. I it felt like sawdust in the bottom of my throat. Yeah. Twenty four hours in L A., twenty four hours in Vegas, and we still managed to squeeze in a craps roll, which you decided playing machines. You walked away. And that was just magnificent. But you know, maybe that crapshole wouldn't have happened if I was there. The, the stars were aligned and you were not in our system okay. that time. It's it's okay. Yeah, next time. You guys. Actually, don't ever play months. with mom and me ever again. Because fine. Listen, I was happy about my Da Vinci Diamonds. Yeah, we lo- I love Da Vinci Diamonds. Is that yeah. your favorite machine? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like Da Vinci Diamonds. It does like your You know what your money, machine I like? Rich, rich girl. Sharon's favorite machine. Always, I always make money on rich girl. So does Sharon. Yeah. Yeah, Sharon lives by that machine. Like when she goes to Vegas, she makes a beeline for the rich girl machine. I don't, I've never played it. I don't even know what it's about. Let's so make know this either. about a gambling podcast. <laughs> Gambling's a lot of fun. We like Gambling's gambling. like life. Gambling's like life. If you attract Sometimes it, it w- you just got to roll
0: the dice. <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: the best cars and drivers. We have the best cars and you drivers. The, you have to be profound with everything that you say. So we started in LA, right? We flew New York to LA and... JetBlue Mint. Oh my gosh. Shout out how we've flown private for years mm-hmm. right we flew private a good 12 years straight how, didn't step on a commercial flight for 12 years yep. we were also flying a lot less we were flying a lot less and we were flying because our dad couldn't fly commercial um he couldn't walk the terminal and he would never be caught dead in a wheelchair so he you know you th- pulled the car right up to a private plane and eric found some amazing deals I mean, i want people to think that well we that were,
0: was when the deals were good to, to be had on on flying private. We, now. Used,
1: we used Exojet. We were using um, JetSmarter, Jet Smarter. Smarter, and the, the deals were incredible. And then just
0: a, a, you know, every time we'd fly, the rates would just get higher and higher and higher until we we're just like, all right, we got to go back to commercial, and we did. and
1: We found JetBlue Mint, and I got to tell you, I have a hundred percent battery on my iPad and my cell phone when we get off that plane.
0: Yeah, it, you well, charge. No, so you can charge your phone on any flight. No, you can't. Southwest had had, but not. On, I'm not talking about those flights, right? I'm not talking about that flight. That flight was 45 minutes from LA to Vegas. Right, which and we'll get to I've that. been trying to get Michael on that plane. You
1: popped my cherry this week <laughs> for for years. Oh, he just he just wants it. Well, drive, no, we've met we, years. We've never done it. I've never done it. Yeah,
0: yet. I know, I know. But I've done it a few times, and I'm like, you're there in 45 minutes. And I like, know. We took out of Burbank, and we stay in Burbank. We took off. LA. We stayed at Hotel Almirano. Big shout out to John Whalen. Tom. Tom Whalen. Sorry. Shows you how much you know. John, Tom, they rhyme.
1: Tom Whalen, great guy, Tom he's Whalen. the GM of the Amarano and he hooks us up. Yeah.
0: If you guys are staying in LA and you need- Burbank, Burbank specifically. Yeah, if you're staying in Burbank, you need to be on that side of
1: town. If you have any meetings with the studios, Universal, Warner Brothers, Disney, they're all a spit from the Amarano. Hotel Amarano. Yeah, it's it's an awesome, awesome hotel. The service is great, it's very boutique-y. I think they have like 100 rooms yeah. or something.
0: What I love is like literally we walk in, they hand us our keys and we go to a room. Right. Like there's no check-in process, it's just it's right. all taken care of and and that's awesome. Right. Right. There's nothing worse than when you just landed, you have places to go, you know, we hit the ground running when we, and, and we hit the ground running and like, we just walk in, we drop off our bags. They say, okay, thanks. Bye.
1: We landed LA at 11 o'clock in the morning, like ten thirty, eleven. 11. We had a meeting at Morton's with a travel manager at one o'clock and we first got to the hotel. They handed us the keys. We put our bags down and we went right to the meeting at Morton's. So like service for hotel standards. Yeah. Because you know, wonderful.
0: You know, well, you'll go stay at another hotel and it's like they have to type it in. They have to collect your credit card information. Like that whole process is
1: so annoying. I'm surprised that a lot of hotels who are all five diamond are so archaic. Right. And like, why does it take 10, 15 minutes to check into the four seasons? No idea. No idea. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Unless,
0: unless like we're not VIP enough or something like that. I I don't, I don't exactly know. No clue. what, What? like I gave you my credit card over the phone why do you need my credit card now right Just, here I'm here give me my keys right right now why I- can't it be like that in every single hotel clients would so appreciate that
1: yeah, I'm taking Sharon and the kids down to uh, Florida this summer uh, for um, for a trip. We're doing our official like Miami trip, and um, we're staying at Key Biscayne, the Ritz Carlton. They have our credit card. They're like, but you have to check in when you get here. I'm like, I don't time. I don't know why I can't just check in on my phone. Like walk into the hotel, scan my you know scan my confirmation or whatever, and just breeze right up to my room. You know, use my phone as my as the keys to the room. Right. I have no idea why they're not doing that. Why they're not updating their systems to that. I hope a hotel does do it eventually because checking in uh, if like you clearly see the difference between a boutique and a a luxury hotel, but the luxury hotels, shouldn't the luxury hotels kind of be boutique, I guess so. I guess so. And we're not, we're not knocking the four seasons. I've stayed at plenty of four seasons. It's it's still, it's still good. They're amazing hotels, amazing properties. And the service is unbelievable, but like,
0: you know what it is? It's like when, when you go to those places, it's just, it's uneventful. Like you, you come in. And your room is clean and and when you leave for the day and you come back your room is clean again and like just everything is fine right you know it's 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 a great overall uneventful experience and that's what that's what we learned when when at BLS where you want the passenger to have an uneventful experience where you just go from point A to point B with no no events right no incidents no events they get picked up they get dropped off and that's it, case closed. Mm-hmm. and i think I think people appreciate that in in their day in life, just traveling. you just want you want uneventful travel
1: experiences all around. You know what I didn't appreciate tell me I didn't appreciate having a car. Take you around places. This is our business. Yeah, we would always rent. We would always rent the car. Or and we would dri- would drive. Or I would. We, right. We would always drive. I enjoy driving. I. I don't ever like anyone taking me around or something. Well, we grew up in the business. We grew up in the back of a limousine. Right. We, right. We used to take limousines to school when we had a new car. On you know at the house or whatever. But I got to tell you, the amount of cities we went in t- 2019 was unbelievable. You know, Atlanta, Chicago, DC, New York, LA, Vegas. And like the first, you know, the first quarter of this year, we were still renting cars. We would go to L.A., we'd rent, a, you know, Travis would get us his big-ass car, and we would go and take it everywhere, and we'd have to use ways and whatnot to get us around. And it was fine. It was fine. There was valet everywhere. We kind of had to park in some garages at studios and whatnot. And,
0: but then what happened was when we started coming in just for a day or two, we're like, it's just not
1: worth it to rent a car. So. Not just that, but when we went to a different city. Right. I didn't want to rent a car in Chicago. I didn't want to rent a car in Denver. I didn't want to rent a car in Atlanta, so we 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 yeah, we, we, we got an SUV. And Right, we used it, we used BLS. We used BLS and and I got to tell just you, just fabulous. I had no idea the the convenience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to sell the company. I, like uh, this yeah. is our business, right? Yeah. We own BLS. But we you, know, you don't you don't, you don't necessarily use your own service all the time. Right. Right. Like if I owned Peter Luger's, I don't think I would eat there every night. Maybe I would. Maybe you would. But my point is, is that like, do the owners of I don't know. I mean, in that movie, um, the Bright, the the Blind Side, they the guy owned eighty Taco Bell franchises in in um, Texas, and he was bringing home Taco Bell every night, so he was eating his own product. Right. We never used cars. We used to, when we when I was younger, we would have birthday parties in the city. Like mom would take right. us to movie premieres. We would use a few limos to take us and our friends mm-hmm. to the movie premieres. I had a limo for my prom. But did also, you go to your prom? No, you didn't go to a, your no, prom. I
0: graduated high school early, not because I was smart, but I graduated high school right. early because I, I couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I graduated six months early. I doubled up on all my electives yeah, the first yeah, six yeah. months. Yeah, and yeah, I just, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I couldn't wait. To well, see now you're school. redoing it all. You know, with the kid, with your kids. <laughs> Pins the bridge of your nose. Hold on. So getting back to using
1: BLS. How fucking convenient was this? To have a car and driver <gasps> take you around all day. And when it, and you want to laugh, whenever there's a mess up, it's because of you. Because like you didn't give the right date. Yep. Right? Yep. It wasn't because of the staff booking yep, yep, it wrong. Yep, like yep, yep,
0: yep. it was because you didn't give And and just just for the record, <coughs> we, we book it under aliases. Yeah. So, no one knows who we are. We, I'm we, sure they know who we are at this point. They figure it out. But, you know, we do the best we can to be a little incognito as possible. But, yep. hey, listen, when my alias is coming into LA and Travis and William know we're coming into LA, they could, you know, they put two and two together.
1: Haven't had the same driver in LA twice yet. Yep. Haven't had it's, the same driver in LA twice I, yet. And I love that. Yeah. Because it's been the same service <clears throat> every step of the way. It, it, it's been convenient. Yeah. And it's, um, it's on repeat. You know, to go from...
0: Well, the, the day that we landed, we landed at 10.30 and we kept the car until
1: 10.30. Mm-hmm. So we had the car for 12 hours. They did switch out the driver. No, no, no they, they didn't switch, they out did the switch out the driver, right? Yeah, no, I thought they were going to, because I thought he had a request, but the ended no, he up... Had st- a
0: request. You weren't listening. He had a request at 9 a.m. I thought it was 9 p.m. So this <laughs> driver had a request. He's usually an afternoon driver. And uh, he had a request at 9 a.m. picking up at someone's house, going to A sports
1: LAX. announcer, a go, sportscaster.
0: Going to LAX. And then, dude, just come on. <coughs> it's, enough. it's enough. Thank my kids. And then dropping off at LAX. And then by the time he was at LAX, he was picking us up. And I was tracking him on the app. And then I called him when we deplaned and we met him curbside. side. which I got to tell you, seeing those shuttles
1: at LAX for Uber. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. Goodbye. No, I must say this It's it's been overwhelming. <clears throat> uh, the amount of business that people are just like, we don't want to take a 20 or 30 minute shuttle.
1: It's the whole, it goes against everything. What a ride share is you press a button when you get off the plane and the car is going to show up. LAX completely fucked Uber. They did. It was the best thing. Yeah. It was the best thing. We're, we're busier than ever out there. It's a little scary how busy we are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, increasing capacity and stuff like that is, is, is very interesting. Yes. Um, so yeah, we were out in LA
1: and how convenient it was with that car. So we so we had the meeting. We had the luncheon and everything, and then um then we had another meeting with a travel office and then we took out this entire travel team out for dinner to catch, which catch is LA. Apparently. <clears throat> Did you know? No, I had no idea. It's the, the hottest place in LA, catch LA and service was great, you know. Um the food was a little foo foo, you know, it was a definite like um it's just not the food that I would like I don't I don't eat like um, I thought the was, food. I thought the food was delicious. The like, steak was really good. I yeah. uh, what was on that that I was like, what like it was like pepper aioli butter balls or something. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> it was like. A Listen, everybody loved. It. Pub. I, I loved it. I thought it was.
0: I thought they they gave amazing service. They had it. We had there, there was like twenty two of us there or something, yeah. and the they had one server dedicated to us the entire night. And the
1: service was phenomenal. So and he thanks yeah catch thanks LA. catch and he like magic. And his name was Kevin too. Shout out to Kevin at Catch, magically appearing with stuff. Yep. Somebody wanted, uh, you know, a highball. <laughs> he just came yeah, it out. You with know, it.
0: everyone's glasses were always filled with water. Yeah, no, the service the, was the food. You know, top-notch. once once everybody got there, like the food was just never ending. Like when when you eat there, they it's they hit they do everything family style so when there's a large party, when there's a large party so they they did everything family style and it was just a uh, you know
1: but look at this a buffet of food it was a buffet of food that's how my wife calls it a buffet we we left at 10 o'clock 10 30 we were leaving if there was wasn't there wasn't an empty seat in the house when right. we walked they, in it was they pretty could, anemic they,
0: they couldn't wait for us to get out of there because they had the fill they, they actually we had said, six tables yeah but filled they, up they, they said be like are you guys done yeah. Because they literally
1: had people waiting to be seated. There was a line of people out the door. It looked it like a nightclub. Tu- it
0: was Tuesday night.
1: Right. That, you know, like, all right, the name gets you. Maybe it's the chef. I, I I don't know the history of Catch. I don't know. Is it a, you know, a Tom Colicchio restaurant? I have no idea what it is. It's a hot spot, and apparently it was in Vegas, too. Yeah, no, we were sitting at the Aria, and there was a Catch. At there was, the was a Catch at Aria. Catch at the Aria. And the name says it, but you know what? I realized... The service is what made that place so packed. And maybe, yeah, it is a hot spot in L.A. Um, I had no, you know, we asked the team that, you know, where did they want to go eat? And everyone's like, we'd love to eat at Catch. okay, and we booked it. We made reservations. They were floored because apparently this place is sold out for six months. You have to wait for a cancellation or be a celebrity to get in. Or BLS. Or BLS, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, you want to get into Catch? Just say you're either Kim Kardashian or BLS. They'll get yeah, you in somehow. Because we get it. Everyone at every table looked like a celebrity, though. Uh, th- there had to have been a million different celebrities, yeah. directors, producers. I would love to look like the people I catch. Yeah, I know. We look yeah. like we look like Pugsley and Wednesday <laughs> Adams. <laughs> <laughs> we, look, <laughs> you know, because we look we're like just Pugley, not, Pugsley. We're, and we're, just, we're just not cool like that. No, like we were all puffy and swollen, and we're still <laughs> <laughs> and we're
0: skinny like, fat. They all eat whatever they want. and They all look great. You know, I, I don't to, get I, it. And I they have drink walk, too. I have to walk such a
1: fine line. If I mess up, I'll gain five pounds with one drink. Yeah, I'll gain five fucking pounds of one drink. And these people are stick thin, and they're drinking like like it's no man's land. I don't know how they you do it. They're eating pasta, eating the bread on the table, the
0: garlic bread. I'm just, I, I, I just, you know, yeah, please, plain steak, no salt, just a little <laughs> salt on it. And you here know, I am, yeah, you know, <laughs> like, you know. With my narrow shoulders. And, <laughs> you know, and
1: they're all seven feet tall with, with full heads of hair. They're larger than life, these people. They're larger than and life. They were, wasn't, they were all at catch. We look like contestant winners. Yes. Right? Like we, we won a night at catch. Yeah, we, you, you know, we were from knew. fucking Nebraska and uh, we won it on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> you know, we won Wheel of Fortune that day and it just we were allowed to eat at catch. They were so Do you remember cool that? and hipster ish. Do you remember when mom and dad took us to Florida and we stayed at the Delano? We were such farmers. We were. I mean, we. That's. I mean, you know, we're not. We're not fat now, right? Like we used to be really grossly overweight. You know, Chinese food and Taco Bell will do that to you. <laughs> and I swear to God, we look like we didn't belong. So we look like yeah, we look we like farmers. Belong, we didn't belong at the Delano. We look like the hill, the Beverly Hillbillies, mm-hmm. going to this gorgeous hotel. Mom and Dad were just these short, fat, round, pudgy people. <laughs> not making fun of fat people, but like everyone there. Was stick thin, with amazing bodies, and their clothing fit them like like a glove. And here you we know, all listen
0: like, that that this is our own insecurities. Yeah, but you know, it's it's way more accepted this day and age than it was back then.
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. not afraid to tell people I'm I'm Jewish now. Where I was for a very yeah, long time, yeah, yeah. and like we're not—I don't want people to think like we're like holy rollers in any sense. If anything, I tell people we're spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know that Judaism? Yeah, we celebrate Rosh Hashanah. What is Rosh Hashanah in us? It's getting together at our country club and having a meal with our family. That's right. that's Rosh Hashanah to us. We don't do temple. We don't, um, we don't practice the Bible and anyone that does, it's good for them and their families. But, um, I was scared for a long time and we're technically not even a hundred percent Jewish. I,
0: yeah, Now there's, there's, you know,
1: the we're, age, we're mutts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, half of my dad's that, you know, family
1: uh, was uh, not Jewish.
0: But you know, you look at, um, you know, uh, ancestry.com and stuff like that. You find out a lot of different. Did you do that? Uh, you did a yeah. spit test? Yeah.
1: Yeah yeah I did too I think I'm like like hundred percent polish or something,
0: no, not even I think we're it's like, like Eastern Europe like we're like I'm like I was like seventy five percent Eastern
1: European or something like I that I think it was more than that I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't remember I did it a long time ago, but everyone came from like Bulgaria, mm-hmm. right so I guess we're Bulgarian I don't know I don't know bro yeah, dad moved to Israel when he was one years old,
0: right so in like 46,
1: 19. I always thought he was Israeli. You know, no, he's a Polak. He was Polish. Which yeah, makes us Polish. Yeah, so that's why like when people go, what are you? You know, it's like I mean, we've celebrated Judaism. You know, I was bar mitzvah. You had a bar mitzvah. Yeah. We're, we're planning our bar mitzvah now for Alex and eventually a bat mitzvah for Halle. Yeah. But uh, religion to us has always been about, you know, just being with your family to begin with, I mean, just to have a holiday.
0: For me, you know, I I think every day is a holiday. I think every day that we can get together or, you know, on Sundays when we're all together, or we get to see our uncles and aunts and cousins and stuff like that, to me, every day is a holiday.
1: Because Saturday night dinner with you and your family and mine and my family.
0: But that's a holiday to me, that's very special.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's just being together and and you don't need to wait for a holiday, like Thanksgiving's coming up and we're all gonna be together. You know, we're having a big lunch at our club, and you know, our uncles and aunts and cousins are all coming, and yep. it's great and it's fun. Um, big shout out to uh, the Muttontown Club. <sighs> The best, fabulous, best business. decision we ever made. Yep. You
0: know, we, we growing up, we were not country club people whatsoever. <laughs> do we, just, like, no, no, uh, just, we weren't you catch know, you, people you, either. You know, you can, you can gather from our personalities. And then we joined it. And then it's like, it's like the best little hidden secret where it's, they, they gave, they gave us a great deal. Shout out to Chris Bell of Muttentown. We're trying to get him on here for an interview, but he said he would do it. He was like, ah, well, you know, whatever. We'll get I, him on I, here. I'd love to get him on here. <clears> but, you know, they gave us a great deal. And, it's first, it's amazing for business. It's yes. amazing for business. You meet people. We've gotten clients from the country club, but the, there's two things that are amazing about the country club. One, you get to bring clients there. Golf, you know, golf and business go together like mm-hmm. ham and cheese and like peanut butter and jelly for those vegans <laughs> out there. <laughs> and, and then we get to celebrate every holiday there. And, and, and there's no cleanup
1: in the house. <clears throat> Birthdays. Well, go through the history, though. Don't, don't just say what the club is now. What was it like growing up? Because I remember growing up that mom and dad would have every holiday. Carol and Kevin would host holidays, too. And so would Stuart, Marilyn, and Jane when, when the holidays arise, arose. The, um, the holidays, to me, were
0: just chaotic. It was just well. It was fun. It was. It was most of the time. It's at my parents' house, and they had the, my, they had my the, parents, the room for
1: it. My, but my parents were cooking and cleaning. Yeah,
0: they never catered in. You no, know, they they never catered. Just in.
1: recently, when dad, before Dad passed, Mom would cater in.
0: Yeah, yeah. But for growing up with like when we were living with Mom and Dad, it was you know they they didn't know anything but hard work. And I don't care what you say, hosting a holiday for forty people is hard work. Mm-hmm. And it was just cooking, cleaning, making the turkey. Hosting people. Ho- hosting people. Right, making, making sure ev- the kids had enough games.
1: Making everybody feeling clean. We hosted. We would take the kids, go to the basement. We'd have yeah, video, we, we we would we were, video games. You know, we were
0: like the oldest of all the cousins. Mm-hmm. So we would, we would host. But then, you know, things
1: morph and change and well really what happened was is that and that well, we used to do holidays in Vegas and Atlantic City mm-hmm. mom and dad would fly everyone out to Vegas or I don't know if everyone no,
0: we did Atlantic the, City <coughs> for, we, we, we did, did the, Atlantic City for you a know, long Thanksgiving time. is coming up this is probably going to be up right around Thanksgiving but we used to go to Atlantic City we used to stay at Harris Atlantic City
1: yep and everybody would get rooms and, and that was great breakfast lunch and dinner all you can eat whatever you want those little finger sandwiches the best I was never hungry the best is when we used to go to Vegas <laughs> we would go to Vegas for Thanksgiving and New Year's and we would go with our entire family and we would go see blue man we would run the walk the strip everybody you know all the underage kids we try and sneak them in and gamble like we never we never did that never right did that. Alex is already asking he's like Dad, when do you think I can gamble I'm like cool your britches son you know um, having those holidays in Vegas were so much fun and I wouldn't have changed it for the world and then when dad passed it was literally Jen who's like, "Let's do something that the Oakens would have never done before." And like Eric said, we've always played golf, right? We went to CW Post. Yeah, but you know, I
0: played golf, but I never took it seriously, and I never took any sports seriously. Right.
1: But growing up <coughs> um, on the North Shore of Long Island, it's a haven for country clubs and golf courses. And we went to CW Post, and a lot of our friends that belong that went to Post were all were all part of country clubs. Right. So, you know, every golf course on Long Island was in our backyard. <clears throat> Northern Boulevard yeah. was was when our you backyard. Fly o- when you fly over Long Island, you so saw golf, golf course. Golf course, golf course everywhere. And when your wife said it, it was she was the one that actually reinvented us to say, you know, let's let's try something. So we started we started shopping around for a country club. And I honestly didn't like it. I felt out of out of the ordinary i would much rather go to vegas or atlantic city because that's what but you know
0: it, it, they really do promote a family atmosphere and right. and and that's what a country club is all about it's about family right but especially you know especially this country club because right. you hear other things from other places but it's just it's all about family you know they for every holiday halloween fourth of july they host these huge parties for and, children and and you, and you get to come in and they have games and the, you know, the food is overflowing and it's really a nice experience and it's a nice place to come and, and, and hang out and, and be with other people. And the best part is you don't have to clean up when it's done. It really was. You just, you just
1: show up, you eat and you leave. Yeah. It, it, and that's it's nice. It's been great. Yeah. It's been great. And I, the, the staff there, mm-hmm. I'm not looking to be called Mr. Oaken, right? I'm not looking to be. No, no, pampered. no. We're not, we're not like that at all. I'd rather them call me Michael. You know, yeah. like I, I, when I, when I talk to a caddy or something, please call me Michael. You know, yeah. and I, I like that. I, I want to be one-on-one. I don't want to feel that I'm better than anyone. And those other country clubs, I'm not naming their names, but the ones that we went to before we even looked at Muttontown, because Muttontown was the last one. I'm like, if this isn't a good deal or if this isn't good for us, we're not joining. We went to a few others, and... It was so stuffy, and that's just not us, right? Right? We're we're like Rodney Dangerfield in Caddyshack, (laughs) you know. You come in, what is this, The Walking Dead? You know, like the the Dance of the Dead. Like, (laughs) you know, I love to tip. I love to talk to people. I want to, you know, we're trying to get the GM of our country club, and I hate saying the word country club because it's really not. It's a resort. It it really is. It's a resort. It's not stuffy. It's so laid back. There's no dress code. There's no minimums. Where all these other places. I mean it looks like in ca- like <laughs> the judge from Caddyshack. Bushwood Bushwood right it looks like that but there's this new company called Concert Golf and they're they're trying to reinvent that model that the country club is technically dead it's a dead model
0: yeah no they're they the other other clubs are following suit where they're giving you have to reinvent yourself and Mutton was bought out by Concert
1: Golf mm mm-hmm. mhm because they were going out of business. They were, they were declaring bankruptcy. Right. If they didn't take this deal with Concert Golf. Right.
0: And they, they reinvented it. They, they did exactly what people wanted. We
1: were, we the, were the start. Yeah. They, there was a lot of members our age there before. And mm-hmm. um, all great guys that I've known before them that they, I didn't even know they belonged to this place. Right, And then we came in and we said, look, the only way we're going to stay here is if you do stuff for our children. Right. It's it's not about us. You know, give me a... We don't need anything. A bacon cheeseburger medium rare. When I come in, that's about it. That's right. all I'm looking for. No bread. You know, like, but the rest of them, um, I just want stuff for my kids. And they, they, delivered. they, o- they over-delivered. Yeah. They under-promised and they over-delivered. They said, we're going to really take care of the kids. This place is going to be completely different. And they did. Muttentown con- the, the Muttentown Club. And the best golfing, man. Yeah. Oh, my fun. God. That was the best sport that you and I took up at this age. Mm-hmm you know starting at 39 when we like joined it and um and really like really taking golf and 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 going full force playing golf is so therapeutic it's like playing a video game you i'm not thinking about work i'm not thinking about anything i'm thinking well, about it's, you know
0: golf is much like the universe in the respect that anybody can play golf
1: yeah that's a very zen mo, game, mo, you
0: know. N- not not everybody. Everybody can play mo, golf, but most people can can enjoy the sport where you don't have to be very athletic, and you can still. N- There's some four hundred pound golfers in our you club. See those guys with those bellies. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're
1: driving the ball two hundred and eighty you know, yards. They're,
0: they're, they're better than I am, right? And they're you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a great equalizer of a game. It
1: really is. I enjoy um, the zen of it. I like being out in the field because it's so different from, you know, like we live in the suburbs, mm-hmm. right? And you know, we, we have acres and we have lawn and right. you know, we have nice trees around us. But when you're working in an office environment, especially coming from like Queens or something, and then going out into this serene golf course, it's beautiful. It really, it, it's like a movie, mm-hmm. right? It's like you're, you're on a TV show you're on like a, a backlot set of something. You feel like you're transported to another world when you're on a golf course, and I love taking that golf cart and driving it into the middle of it. Yeah, we don't walk. <laughs> <laughs> we're not walking that golf course. <laughs> Thanks for letting the audience know that, bro. But you just said you're like we take the golf cart. I mean, okay. I would walk. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't want to. You you can go walk. I'll take the. You don't golf want cart. you don't want to walk. I like taking the golf cart. The kids love taking the golf cart. I don't want to be dead to the rest of the world for my oh my second God. half of the day. Can you imagine? We used
0: to caddy. Yeah, growing what? up, growing up, we used to caddy at another country club around the corner, what was called Woodcrest at the time. Yeah, yeah, and now it's I caddied. Woodside, I, I caddied from thirteen to sixteen. Yep. When uh, during the summertime. Yeah. And I loved it. I got us fired. Yeah, Michael
1: had Michael <laughs> had issues with everybody. <laughs> Eventually, they were... were yeah, shit get the fuck out of <laughs> here. They were... Um, yeah, I did. I, Mike, I, Mike, I, Mike. I worked there for two summers. I, worked yeah. there, I made 15 grand one summer mm-hmm. caddying. We were there. Dad said, get the early shift, and we did. And once you got the earlier shift, it was a lot of politics, which I didn't like. You know, the guys who ran that club back in... I caddied 97 and 98, the summers of 97 and 98. And... They wanted like bottles of wine to get the best client, the best golfers. Right. You know, so once Eric and I I'm figured sure, that out. I'm sure it still exists now.
0: I don't know. At, at at the clubs and stuff like that. But I don't know. Caddying was a great experience. And what did it
1: teach you? That you could walk five miles a day?
0: I don't know what it taught and me. And carry I think, two, I think two 80 pound I bags? I think it taught me, you know, that, you know, a lot of successful guys hang out on the golf course. Mm-hmm. and I, you know what I'll never forget I was canning for this one guy young guy and no 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 he was actually an older gentleman oh he was yeah. I remember that what I, yeah I, I was, I was canning for him and he, w- he wasn't walking so I just had his putters <laughs> and he was in the golf cart and it was 50 he bucks was, for a putter he was, he was it was 20 bucks for a putter and he was, he was walking up to the uh, the green and I was handing him his putter and he was on the phone and he hung up and he's like just made my money for the day and that left a mark on my mind that you know, you don't have to, you, you, you know, money doesn't sleep. And, and he was just taking care of his business right. while he was playing. Right. And I mean, that's what Michael and I are constantly doing. You know, while, while we're on the golf course, you, you don't necessarily disconnect. We're, we're still connected and we're still obviously right. working as we're,
1: as we're going about it. There was one guy, I thought this was the story that you were going to say, but there was a younger guy there You know, he, he was in his well, probably mid thirties, you know, maybe forties or something. And he was asking me, he's like, what do you, you know, I, my brother and I, what do you guys do? And I said that we live locally here. And I said, we're going to college locally. He said, I did the same exact thing. And he says, by the time you're 40, you're going to make enough money to join your own golf course. Right. He's like, make your money now work from 20 to 40 mm-hmm. and then join the golf course. And I didn't even realize that's exactly what we did. Yep. Now, I don't know if that was the universe or was implanted in my subconscious somehow, but don't talk about the universe. Nobody wants to listen. I mean, you. Can. I'm still <laughs> going to talk about the universe because I <laughs> I ascribe to it. Yeah, no, 100. percent I ascribe to it that you know we used to caddy for these hockey players. I don't want to. I, I don't want to name their names. Yeah, no. You went to school with their son. Yep. I went to school with their daughter. And um, nicest guys, and you know they really they, they, they smash that ball though. Yeah. Well, there's a difference between an imagine and imagine little. pro hockey players playing golf. Yeah, I remember that. They were they were parring and, and birdieing almost every hole. Yeah. I couldn't appreciate how good they were when we were doing it. Right. And you have these two fat little schmucks <laughs> playing golf and happy to happy to double or triple bogey. So I think with that because you get, you're getting phone calls They're already starting with yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I, to, I, how how long was this by the way? It was about a half hour. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was good. I got it. So I just want to mention also before before we jump off. What we did in Vegas for our staff was one of the best things I've ever seen. And and we did it in New York and LA. You know know what we were doing? We came to the realization. This is great. Yeah.
0: That what happens if you treat the people you work with just like you treat your customers? And we realized we were running around so hard. We were running around. We were taking so many clients out to dinner every single week. And we're like, what happens if we start doing that for the staff? Yeah. And let me tell you something: you get paid back tenfold in in morale. The, you, know, you cannot discount morale and culture in a company. So what happened? You know, well, we, you know, we it, it was just that epiphany. I don't know. And no, then, no, and then we, I and then I right. went I went to you, mom, and Kevin, and I'm like, we're we're doing we're doing something wrong. You know, it it, it doesn't it doesn't cost anything to treat everybody the same. Treat everybody like a celebrity. Treat everybody the way they deserve to be treated. Right. And we started doing that, and it's just been amazing. Right. You know, all this stuff comes it. It, it costs money. In that, but but you know, in 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 the long run, meals come cheap. Right. And it, but it goes. So well, what do we way. offer
1: when, when Dad first passed away? Right. We instituted we we gave back everyone two weeks vacation for all non managers, and then we gave back three weeks vacation to all you know VPs and up, mm-hmm. and. No, really people, we're very lenient with that, that if someone doesn't want to come to work, it's fine. You know, we don't, we're not, we're not, um, you know. People have to live their lives. Yeah. 100%. And if you have to come in a few minutes late, I, we get it. Right. We totally get it. Right. We understand people who abuse. Right. There are certainly not going to get taken advantage of. There are certain departments in our company that are very weak, um, I don't want to name names or what departments there are, but there are people that 100% take advantage that that you know will not show up when you need them the most right um so that's a big difference from someone to say listen you know um my my you know my uh my mom can't make it mm-hmm. uh to take care of my kids do you mind if i just drop them off at school and i'll be in at, you right. know 9 30 as opposed to 8 or something
0: so we we got a food truck uh, a taco food truck in vegas we did it in la and, um, what do we do in New York? It's like a blur to me at this. I don't point. even remember. But you know, and then and then for this Christmas, we're going to be do, we're having Christmas parties in, in each of our offices. Oh,
1: New York, we had um uh, we brought in um sandwiches for everybody. Right. We had a we had the office meeting and we brought in. I think it was Ivorone. Big shout out to Ivorone.
0: Yeah. 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 Best that's yeah. best, best, best market sandwiches. Album. But you know, we're we're we have a lot of offices. We're growing very rapidly, so staying connected to our employees. Right. It's hard to carve out that time. Right. To go and travel and make the time to and sit to meet. And, to, and to meet and talk. We have
1: how many drivers in uh, in Vegas? 60 drivers? 70 drivers? Something like right that. Around that? We have 60, 70 drivers and w- I mean, we I know a few of them right. because they've driven us in the past and you know guys who are requested by certain doors where- I, Plus if they're if they're <coughs> with you for 20 years, you know, you just, you know them because- We're coming it's up on 20 so,
0: years in Vegas. You know, it's it's been, and we have guys that have been there for that long, but- staying connected with them as we grow is a very important, right? So staying connected to like, we, we opened up our call center in Vegas. Yeah. So explain that. Yeah. Yeah. Meeting them. I mean, I post about it all the time on LinkedIn. So meeting them and talking with them, it's, it was great. It was was great to meet them and and then, you know, hearing it from us, you know, saying to them how people started, where they are now, stick in there, learn, you know, this is, this is a, this is a great fun job i hope it leaves a mark,
1: I mean, how could it not? you know the l a one was pretty funny. <laughs> everybody was too busy yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> we did uh we did the same taco truck at the l a office uh last month. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of November now, so we we went out in october and you know drivers showed up, and we have a ton of drivers in l a and the majority of them couldn't show up because they were too busy they, they couldn't get off the road yeah. so they had to come after their shift um or the, honestly
0: they they came in for a quick bite and then they and then they had to get back out they went right back because up. we're that busy
1: and vegas you know is not as busy as la i mean let's call a spade a spade it's been definitely harder to get business in vegas than it has been i the mantra i always tell people in vegas is it's not a it if you make it in new york you can make it anywhere it's if you make it in vegas you can make it anywhere because it's a really hard city yeah sometimes it's like drawing blood from a stone it is it is but i i, I think there's a lot of potential with the new properties coming on board um there's a lot of new construction there mm-hmm. we're in the running for all of it mm-hmm. you know and I'm, I'm looking forward to it i think that you're going to see a resurgence in vegas because i think um, it became an uber town right it became an uber and lyft town, and they made a huge impact But now you're gonna start seeing changes that the, There, the way lax made the, that change that lax said okay? This is just this is psychotic to have you know a thousand cars picking up here mm-hmm. it, It's stupid a thousand probably five thousand cars picking up at right. one time um, But then to have you know the same thing in at Vegas, where I learned something really interesting. MGM Grand is the largest user of Uber in the world, that there's more rides coming out of MGM it's, Grand. It's
0: like the largest single property outside of like an airport.
1: Right, that uses Uber. Um, and it, it's it's a clusterfuck. You know, it's so congested and packed where now that there's going to be, I think there's going to be some major changes, and they should. They should, they, they should reduce the congestion. Well, all
0: cities now are, are recalibrating
1: their... Local transportation. L.A. was the first. L.A. was the first, and it was a pleasure to walk out curbside, hop into our BLS car.
0: But not, but not only that, you were you were out of the airport within five minutes, hundred percent. When before it w- it would take a long time to yep. to get out of the congestion. airport. Congestion.
1: It was it was backed up. Mm-hmm. You know, and and what they did to Uber, all of the airports should take note. Every airport around the country should move those ride-sharing companies off the property away so it's it's it reduces congestion it reduces congestion it because that's what that's what they did they they congested all the, the the roadways the the airports it's terrible it's so unregulated it made every city so dirty mm-hmm. you know
0: so anyway getting back to employee appreciation Yeah, yeah yeah it's as important as any other thing that you do in your company 100 percent 100% if, if not the most important thing because happy employees mean a happy company means happy clients. Well it
1: goes also to your vendors too. What are we do what oh, are we doing so this February? We have 2500 people that we know with our affiliates. We have 2500 affiliates, right? Globally. Yep. That's that's, how, that's, that's, a, that's many, a new number.
0: That's how many we invited to our affiliate party. Right, 2500 within,
1: within the first hour, we have, 250 said yes. Right. I don't even know what number we're at now. I'm sure it's much more.
0: Probably, I mean, I'm I'm anticipating probably close to 500 people coming.
1: Yeah, that's 500 affiliates. We're renting out a, a um a we have suite, the, the movie theater suite at Mandalay Bay. Yeah, that's a great room. It's yeah. a really and the service is great. Service and the food is great at Mandalay. Yeah, and we're throwing this party for our for affiliates who do an amazing job. We're gonna have a donut wall. Are we? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's new. Yeah. Right, we had a donut okay. wall at the uh at the, at client, the bls party at the client party yeah, yeah. But,
0: but to yeah, show you know, the appreciation is everything appreciation appreciation yeah. in general is just everything and and what you put forth you will
1: get back i will never forget um local vegas company they're pretty big and they're they're not going to be around much longer um you know because they're they're doing a deal but one of the owners of this company um cursed me out you know uh he messed up one of our clients Badly, and um, he wouldn't. You know, I called him, and I, I do not yell at people. I don't like to yell at people. Uh, I like to come off as you know, as as you know, friendly as I could. This it, it, it pissed me off. It infuriated me. You know, like why? How could this have happened? Like we had our dispatchers come and check the SUV to make sure that there were bucket seats. But you sent them like, you know, you didn't send them this car and they dropped us over it. And he told me, and I thought about this the other day while we were there. He told me, take your business and stick it up your fucking ass. And he hung up on me. And, you know, that's it. It is what it is. I mean, I feel bad for this guy that he could talk to a client like that. But, I, you know, I would never, ever, ever say that to a client. And now he's not going to be in business anymore. You know, he could be sitting on his millions or whatever the case, but he's finished. You know, mm-hmm. I have a legacy. Right. You and I are building our own legacy and he's done. He, he, he was run out of town by Uber. Um, yep, he's selling what his good, parents, he's selling what his father built, what his fa- his great. His grandfather built call it karma. You know, if he could talk to me like that and I'm a nobody, he could, talk he could talk, maybe he told the client like that and you just, you can't do that to people. What did he treat his staff like? Yep. We're not even competitors. Yeah. Right. This guy's a local Vegas stretch limo operator. His claim to fame are these stretch Hummers, these these um, the Chrysler S, these Chrysler three hundreds, right. with flames on them. And he's telling me to go fuck myself. And it's like, all right, I, I didn't I didn't say anything back. I said best. I I you know, I, I wrote him an email saying I'm sorry that you felt this way. Uh, we lost the client. Best of luck to you. You know. He said that we didn't pay him years ago. It's like really like come on like it really this is what you're doing like he was just trying to it was was anything but his fault it was everything right exactly It was anything but his fault and you know yeah as soon as you see someone
0: starting to deflect and that they can't take blame you don't listen stay the far fuck away from that person yeah and you know who you are you you have to take you have to take your lumps and yeah. Obviously, there's two sides to every story, and we are far from perfect people, 100%. far from a perfect company. Right. Everything is always a work in progress, but you got to treat people nicely. 100%. Across the board. 100%. And when you and, mess and, up- And let me tell you something. Yeah. It costs nothing to treat people nicely. <sighs> it's the cheapest thing that you can invest in because company culture costs Virtually nothing to invest in and that starts with that starts from the top But you know that could also start from the bottom too. one person can change a department Which Mm -hmm. can change the rest of the company because
1: it's it's infectious I feel that when you react like this limo operator, and he's a real true limo operator When he reacted to me there was clearly something wrong (laughs) like when you when you can't take blame for something and you Right make it. It's the other person's fault there's something wrong. And I, and I realize now that you know Uber came in, the business was plummeting. I mean, and their only market is Las Vegas. They don't have New York, LA, Atlanta, Chicago. They don't have anywhere else. They don't have our amazing company. They don't have our amazing company. That's exactly right. Now he has no company. But to do that to people, um, it, it's, it, it shows your character. Yeah. And if you don't want to do business with us, Say it in a different way. Say, look, this is you know, this is not working out, and we've told cl- we've told not many, but
0: well, but you know, they they yeah. would have had to been pushing the issue where they would have had to have been making it impossible to work with. And this was one point, ride, but but you know, but at, but at some point, if you're going to tell a client, listen. You know, we don't want to work with you anymore. This isn't working out. Right. You know, we have to be pushed to such a place because we take a lot of shit. That's the, just the nature of the business. That's how you have to. That's we how eat you.
1: shit every day.
0: Right. Right. And 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 you have to be because this is a service company and you're giving a service. Right.
1: So us getting pushed to the situation where we're going to say, you know, this is not working out. We're okay. I've told clients this, and not in a not in a dick way, but I said, look, there is nothing we're going to be able to do to make this client happy. Mm-hmm we understand if you gotta move on. If you wanna continue using us, we're gonna give you our all. We always will. But if you wanna use someone else, we totally get it and we're not upset about 99%
0: it. 99% of the time, they shut their mouth and they keep using us. 100%. It just happened recently too, yep.
1: like a couple days ago, yep. where this client it didn't matter what we did to, for this guy just miserable unhappy does and it's surprising because the industry is he's in he should be very very happy doesn't matter what we do for this guy there's he's got this black we call it the black travel cloud
0: yep. sometimes
1: <clears throat> you can't make him happy
0: but you know, but just incidents happen and it's no one's fault <clears throat> or sometimes it is your fault nothing
1: at our company is done maliciously right we we will not change someone's name mistakes happen though. right just to be just to be a dick we things shit happens We've spoken about this before, but I told his travel agent, I don't know if we're going to be able to fix this. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep doing us. We're going to keep being BLS. We will write the apology letters. We'll send the bottle of wine. We will do what we have to do to make him happy. But I don't know if it's ever going to be a possibility that he's ever going to be happy with us. So if if he wants to go to another service, Mm -hmm. no problem. But I would never say to him, fuck you. You're not allowed in my cars. Take your business and stick it up, you fucking ass. Like right. that one dude in Vegas told me. And again, I felt bad for him, the, the Vegas operator. I felt so bad for him because he was hurting. And, you know, the the, the proof is in the pudding. Yep. You know, and it is what it, it is. A, but with that, that was I, a great podcast. Yeah, that was fun. I gotta get back to work. So. Like, subscribe, share, share. Share this with comment, your friends. Comment, oh, yeah. Comment down if below. Go, if you guys have anything that you want to ask us, Yeah, we're and here. Any topics that you want us to talk about, transportation, travel, lifestyle, luxury, law of attraction, the universe, carbs, that's no we, carbs. That's what we want to talk about. Golf, country clubs, right. music, sports, entertainment. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Peace out.